Welcome to Conversations Live. For more than a decade, we've brought you the best in books, entertainment, celebrity interviews, and current events. When the movers and shakers of the world have something to say to you, they say it to us first. Here's your host, Cyrus Webb. Welcome back, everyone, to Conversations Live. I'm your host, Cyrus Webb. Glad you all could join us once again. For a radio audience tuning in at WYAD 94.1 FM and WYADonline.com, we're glad that you all can be with us. Also, tuning in to our online affiliates around the world, we're glad that you all could join us as well. We're excited to welcome back Dr. Teresa A. Smith, or Dr. Taz, to our broadcast today. We're going to talk to her about her brand-new book that already has people talking called Transformation, The Bounce Back. We're going to talk to Taz not only about what it's been like for her to share her own personal journey with the world, but also some tips that she's been able to adopt for herself that she's sharing with others, and also the work that all of us have to do daily in order to really be the person that we were meant to be. If you guys are not following Taz, of course, we'll let you guys know where to find her. But Taz, hello to you, and welcome back to the broadcast. Thank you so much, Cyrus, for having me. Hey, look, the pleasure is definitely always mine, and we always have such great conversations on every platform we're on. So glad to be talking to you about the new book, Transformation, The Bounce Back. I want to talk about, though, before we get into that, Todd, about the experience of all of this, because I think one of the things we don't take enough time to do, and you and I have, have talked about this recently, is that celebrating the small wins. What has it been like for you to recognize the importance of that, Todd, and make sure that you are giving yourself credit for the small things? You know, Cyrus, uh, thank you for that question. I think it's a question that is uh, applicable to most people. You know, we're so focused on achieving something. It could just be getting the laundry done before the kids come home uh, that we don't stop and celebrate. And for me, I think it becomes part of my affirmations. And as you all, you know, I always say I'm a work in progress. So I'm learning that I do have to stop and celebrate my wins, no matter how small they are. Yeah, and I think it's a great reminder for all of us. But I also think, Taz, and I've been thinking a lot about this as we've been having our our recent conversations. I think we have gotten so, and I'm going to use a word I would not typically use, but I think you'll understand in the framing of this conversation. We have become Mm -hmm. so brainwashed Mm -hmm. in what success looks like, what achievement Mm -hmm. looks like, what a win looks like. So I want to ask you, how have you been able to make sure that what you see as a win is truly what is a win for you and not what other people see as a win? Well, you know, Cyrus, that's an interesting question because it's one that um, I struggle with. You know, I always say I don't use other people to uh, as a barometer to measure where I am in life, and I don't. I only use myself, but what I'm having to uh, really come to grips with The person that I was last week, I'm not that person anymore. So I can't use what I used to do as my barometer to determine whether or not I've been successful. And so I'm having to rethink success. It's it's an an every second thing, actually. You know, um, I was saying, you know, to someone a little earlier that today has been different for me. I did not post anything on social media uh, because, to be quite honest, I'm exhausted. But that's a win for me. Now, some folks may say, well, why was that a win? You didn't post anything. Because I took the time to make sure that I was taken care of. You know, I worked my nine to five, and, you know, I'm taking care of me for today beyond this interview. So that's a win. That's a huge win. 
Such a great point, and I'm I'm so glad you said that. And I think for myself, you know, it it, it is the little things that mean mm-hmm. so much to me. I don't get as impressed with the big stuff. I think this the little things like being able to just to walk outside, you know, and get some fresh mm-hmm. air and taking that little time to make sure that I'm getting some stretches in, making sure that I am exercising. Mm-hmm. The little things that can kind of fall through the cracks. But it's interesting for this conversation that we're having today about transformation, Otaz, because this is not a problem that only you and I deal with. This is a problem people deal with in general. And there are people who then make their plans, and we talked about it with your last book, Transformation, make their plans to change. You begin that book off, and I've been talking to you about it, by saying that change is challenging. But I want to ask you a a different part of that, and that is (laughs) have you realized truly that you want to change? And I think that is a bigger question because it we all know we do things that may not be good, right? Mm-hmm. We may eat something mm-hmm. we know is not good. We may associate with people we know. But are we willing to change it? <laughs> are we really willing to change it? It's one thing to recognize the need for the change. Um, what has that been like for you to know that, as you have wrote in your previous book, Change is Challenging, but that you have to make the decision that you are actually going to change and not just keep going with what has become comfortable? Sorry, that, that you really hit the, um, the nail uh, on the head because it's not just you can know it, but, you know, we're rewriting software. You have to yeah. get it in yourself. And for me, there are bits and pieces of my life that I have it more under control, meaning that I know that that's not something I need to do anymore. So I know it intellectually. There are times that it hurts my heart, but I move on. But, you know, where I am now with the struggle of this, um, how do I want to put it, this idea of having to do it all in a Mm -hmm. 12-hour day, you know, that's something that I still struggle with. And so I am having to tell myself every moment, and it really is our every moment conversation, you're not going to do that. You're not going to do that. You're not going to do that. Because if I don't keep it at the forefront, I guess what I really need to do is put a sticky um, where my computer is on my monitor saying, you're not going to do that. You're not going to do this. Because I have to see it because it has to be readily in my mind. And I think for other people, they may grasp what I'm saying because when you're doing whatever it is that you're doing, you're not thinking about the fact that I'm not going to do X, Y, Z anymore. When you're at work and you're getting stressed out, you have for, some people have forgotten that you said you were not going to stop by Walmart and get any of those uh, cookies from the daily. You've forgotten that. But, you know, and once you leave work, that's exactly where you're going because it's a way of self-medicating. And so I think that for me, I have to have reminded all throughout the day, all throughout the hours, because otherwise I slip back into that old way of operating. Yeah. I mentioned to you before we went on here, and really, Taz, uh, and I'm not trying to give you more work. Mm-hmm. I- I'm really not. But Taz, this, this this chapter affirmations is its own book. Okay. Oh. Because um, I'm going to reference some of the what you write in here, and we're going to talk about this. And I want our audience to really get what Taz says 
Um, you say that you use affirmations to help shift your focus, but I'm going to actually read the ones that came, really spoke to me, knowing I was going to be having this conversation with you. I went back. Treat yourself with kindness. Mm-hmm. Recognize and accept your limitations. Value mm-hmm. yourself, then care for others. I love this one. You don't have any superhuman abilities. It's time to refocus on me. Be purposeful with your time. Establish boundaries. Don't overdo it. Give yourself the freedom to remove yourself. I just want to start with those. Mm -hmm. Because I want you to think about this journey that you've been on. And though these are things that you've helped to shift your focus, as you were writing this book, Todd, what was it like for you to reflect on those to ask yourself, okay, again, going to what we've said, you know them to be true, <laughs> but, mm-hmm. but doing them is, is something totally different. How, what was that like for you to kind of rethink those declarations for yourself? Oh, sorry. It, it was hard, you know. Um, and, you know, if I was really honest, which I am, but I'm not going to beat myself up, guys, but I want you to hear what I'm saying. I wrote them and trying to live them daily, but it's, it's a struggle. And then it's like, well, why did you write that if you don't plan to do it? <laughs> I mean, I'm just being really real yeah, because yeah. I know there's got to be some other folks out here who are struggling mm-hmm. just like I am. And right. it's like, but I believe it, and I do believe it, but you're not living it totally. Well, I lived it yesterday. I'm not living it this week. Well, I lived it two weeks ago. You can't do it that way because what happens is, Think about it this way. This is an odd example that I'm going to say. But, you know, you're, you're to the left, you're to the right, you're to the front, you're to the back. But think of it this way. You're pulling up a sock, and, you know, you keep pulling it, the sock up over and over. Eventually, the elastic that's in that sock that keeps it up over your calf or wherever, however you're bringing it up, it gets really lax. So it no longer serves the purpose because it's not protecting whatever part of your leg that it was covering. Yeah, your feet are still covered, but the rest of your leg is not. So you're being exposed to the element. So that's what you do to yourself when you you dance a little bit today and you do it, and then tomorrow you don't do it, and then the next day you do it a little bit, and you're back and forth. You're hurting yourself. And think about it. You know, I use the sock as an analogy, but let it be food. Let it be something else that you're doing that you can actually see the physical impact. Your body can't take that type of trauma because actually that's what we're doing. We're in, um, impact, uh, in, uh, in, uh, I can't think of the word. We're impacting our body because yeah. we're the one traumatized. It's not anybody right. else. We're the one doing the damage. So, yeah, it, right. it, it, it's a struggle, Cyrus. And the, when you can hear you say them, they're so poignant. And it's like, why aren't you doing what you need to do? Because hmm. I'm... Uh, you didn't. I'm stuck on stupid, as my friend Diane would say, if she was still living. I'm stuck on stupid. Yeah. But but you do again, as you mentioned though, in in one of the declarations to give yourself kindness. You do say this on page twelve of the book in another chapter. You say I chronicled my story for those who struggle to keep their New Year's resolutions or believe their goals are unattainable because things did not turn out as they imagined. I am here to tell you, you can bounce back. It takes hard work and mindfulness. Be intentional about how and when you show yourself with others. 
compare yourself with others. Determine why you engage with others the way you do. Does your return on your investment outweigh the cost to you? And I would even say the cost of you. Because I think so many times we do things at the cost of ourselves. And so I want to talk about the other side of this, because even if you're right, Taz, I've, I've been there, and I've said it to you, I've been there. So, I, so this, this resonates strongly with me because I know what it's like to want to please, to be what other people think a success is, to do things what people think. And that, to me, is the quickest way to unhappiness and regret. And so I, I'm with you. I think the audience needs to know that even if you found yourself on that course, as Tasha said in this chapter, you can bounce back. So I think an obvious question, Taz, would be to say, what does bounce back mean? We're going to get into that. But I want to say for those who are just tuning in, he's on the radio side or online, you're listening to Conversations Live. Dr. Taz are getting, and I are getting into it today with her new book, Transformation, The Bounce Back. We're talking with her about her own journey, her own lessons learned, but also what you can take away from her journey as well that you can start using today. So for you, Taz, what does the bounce back look like? Oh, sorry. It changes from day to day. And I think okay. that's the importance of the bounce back because we're different every day. We, we, you know, the experiences are happening. We're learning. We're not learning. So you know, today, yesterday I walked. Now, I wanted to walk today, but I just didn't get a chance to walk before it got warm. So the heat. But I walked yesterday. Now, why was that important? When I woke up, I knew that I was out of balance. Not only did I feel it physically, I felt it emotionally. And I know that when I actually exercise, the endorphins really do lift my mood. So I was like, okay, you're going to get out there and you're going to walk. And I walked and I walked and I walked. And I willed, and really I did, I willed myself to get it together. Because it wasn't as if anything was happening to me. The bottom line was, and still is, I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted, so I pulled out all of the tricks. What do you mean by tricks? I'm walking, so, you know, I'm singing, I'm playing my music on YouTube, I'm moving around, because, again, I had to get myself back in the frame of reference where I was bouncing back, because otherwise I was, I was like a ball and I was deflated. And it's like you can't be deflated. But what I did also, sirs, was once I realized that I knew that I could not do because I didn't have it to give. And I haven't done a lot of extra stuff today because I know the signs now, and either I'm going to keep ignoring them or I'm not. And so I choose to bounce back, and bounce back meant that for me today and yesterday, I had to put me first. I couldn't be everything to everybody. It's okay. I'm sorry we got deadlines. Deadlines are always going to be there, but I can't meet everybody's deadlines all the time. Right. Yeah. You know, I, I messed with you a little bit during one of our interviews about your saying uh, that you have um, take care of you. You know, that that was the way you would sign off. Um, mm-hmm. Do you now look in the mirror and tell yourself that? I'm going to do that because, you know, it's mirror work. You know, I need to manifest it. So I should be looking at myself in the mirror saying, take care of you, because I actually see myself then. You know, it's like you look at yourself, see, you know, are you 
end looking dull, you know, whatever, actually take a look at yourself and take note of what you see. And then as you say, my sign off is take care of you, then begin to take care of me by speaking the affirmations and actually saying take care of you. And see, because eventually when you do that, because I've done some mirror work, when you do it, you begin to see the reflection shift. But if the reflection right. is not shifting, then that means there's more work to be done because you've got to do this more aggressively and more often because it's not soaking into your psyche. It's not getting into your heart that you are enough, that you deserve to have time for yourself, that you um, – can't be everything to everyone, and that's okay. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I want to ask you about forgiveness, Taz, because I think you know you and I have talked about this, I think, before. Um, forgiving oneself is also not easy. We do it, I think, easier for other people. Have you been able to do that and say, as you say again in the Declaration, you don't have superhuman abilities. You should not expect... So I think this is the thing, right? For those who, you know, much have been given, much is required, right? We know that, mm-hmm. but you are still human. You're you're still a human being with the same, you know, things as everyone else. How has that helped you to be kind to yourself in the process? It it's really um, it's kind of freeing, Cyrus. You know, um, it's liberating from the perspective of realizing. There's no real expectation of this except you, that you're the one that's putting expectations on yourself. And let me back up and say that a little differently. Other people yeah. can have expectations of you, but you have to go in agreement with that. If you're not in agreement with it, they can have all the expectations they want. That doesn't mean right. that you've got to meet them. And you can be yes. in agreement with them and then determine that, oh, this is not going to work for me. Then it's up to you to let them know that. And I think, you know, as I'm aging and going through these different um, life struggles, you know, being able to forgive them, I just can't get things done. You know, um, someone reached out to me yesterday. Well, I've had the, the well, I've had the what I needed to give them done, but I needed to read again. And then, you know, I keep talking about my computer and my Internet. Well, you know, I couldn't even get on the Internet. I was allowed, and I say allowed, guys, because God has allowed me to get on my personal computer uh, to complete what I need to do for that entity. But I don't think he's going to let me do anything else today. So it's no reason <laughs> for me to even look at it. Because you think about it, Cyrus, you know, you're in Central Time Zone. I'm in Eastern. So right. it's six-something. I mm-hmm. shouldn't even be thinking about when you've worked all day. I shouldn't even be thinking about working on something else. Now, yeah. the the little girl in me who is still working from a trauma perspective because it's trauma response, she wants to get it done. But the grown woman is like, no, she'll be okay. Forgive her. Because, again, she doesn't understand that what she's asking of you is going to be harmful for her because she lives in your body, and it's certainly going to be harmful for me as the adult. Um, so I think this idea of forgiveness is it, something that we – which I know I struggle with because I never really think about forgiving myself. We are taught to forgive others as if we don't injure ourselves. We don't put unrealistic expectations on ourselves. And so I think that's something that I'm going to give more thought to because it could be the culprit for a lot of things that we do 
and continue to bring forward in our life. And we don't understand yeah. why, because we haven't forgiven ourselves. Yeah. One of the things that you've done with this book is really made it into a a a, a exercise in a way. In some ways, a dialogue. You've shared your story. Mm-hmm. You encourage the reader to share theirs. Um, but you also did something different in this book. You added a contract. Talk to us about the contract and what that's been like for you to do personally and then, of course, to ask the audience to do that too. Thank you, Cyrus. You know, that contract is a little booger bear. Uh, I'm struggling because what I wanted to do was make it real. You know, I've lived this. I'm still living it. So I'm like, okay, let's make a contract with myself. And it's really setting my expectations for myself and how I continually uh, bounce back. So, you know, I wanted to the audience and myself to identify what are my core principles that I live by each day. Is it give all my love away and just be left with nothing? Because it could be. You know, um, this the activities that promote self-care. We have to have self-care in our life. Yesterday I uh, went walking. Today, for all intents and purposes, I've been silent on social media because, again, you have to disconnect. Um then I was like, okay, what are the activities that you want on your bucket list? Those things that you're looking forward to, that expectation. So you got to have something to look forward to that is not considered work or considered pleasing someone else. What is it that you need in order to be uh, satiated? And so then it's like we have to have individuals who are part of our tribe, but we have to think about it. And this list is not um, exhausted. So as I was writing, I thought, okay, I need that person who can support me from a spiritual perspective. I need the one that can help me from a personal uh, well-being perspective. Um, You need someone from a uh, professional. And then, you know, I thought about it. I need someone who's younger. Younger people, and it can be be a teenager up until someone who's just younger than you. But my reason for that was they have – they see the world differently – and depending upon where they are in their life, they love life. They yeah. capitalize on life. They're living it. You need to be able to get some of that infectious living and loving life from them. But at the same time, I was like, okay, I need an older person. I need that person who can help me from, you know, what it means to live and grow older but still be happy and, and making sure that you're taken care of. So I wanted to have both ends of the stick. I I thought about, okay, I need someone who is at a good place as a senior uh, from a financial perspective. And like I said, the list is not exhaustive, but you need all of those entities to help you to be balanced because you don't start working at loving life when you're 30. You need to be loving life from a teenager, and you need to keep loving life even in your, your senior years. So you got to start practicing this now. And so that contract for me was a way to frame what I would look at as my wellness plan. You know, it's my contract. It's my wellness plan. And because it's a plan contract, meaning you're going to do this, guys, but a plan, you're constantly revisiting it because once you've done the things that, you know, you have on your bucket list, you've got to come up with some more. You know, because life is continuous, but you have to be very intentional and mindful about making sure you're building the life that you want. And so that's the reason why I was like, okay, I need a contract because it's all about that person. Um, And then, you know, we've got the certificate. And the certificate is there 
It's symbolic, but you can print it off and write your name and put the date. And you can print it off, you know, as many times as you need because it becomes your ticket out the door, meaning that you can see your progress because you're meeting the goals that you've set in your contract. And, oh, I got a certificate to show that. So now let me readjust what's going to be my next contract, meaning what's your next plan for your life so that you're living the best version of yourself. Love that. Love that. Such a great reminder. Such a great conversation with you, Todd. It always is. And we always say the time just flies by with us. But there's so much in this book, and we really just scratched the surface. But I think that the, what I want our audience to take away, myself as a reader, I can say this, is that it really is a process, right? It is a process. And we're not going to always get it right. And there may be times we never get it right, to be quite honest. But I think what Taj shares in this book is the important thing is to put forth the effort every day. That's the thing. Because just like we hear Rome was not built in a day, progress can be made every day, but it all begins with that decision. And I love the idea of the affirmations, the declarations. But I think it's also a great reminder for us to make sure that we're not just checking off a box, right, that we actually are are trying to practice what we preach. Because I found this, as well, I talk to my mom about this a lot, Taj, it's so easy for us to see in other people what they need to be doing mm-hmm. instead of seeing what we need to be doing ourselves. And I tell my mm-hmm. mom all the time, you're the only one that can do something about you. You can't do anything about anybody else. You know, and so we have to be able to – that's why I asked about the mirror. We have to be able to look in the mirror and say, okay, I see this in this person, but what do I see in me? Where am I right now? Am I am I taking? Do I realize I don't have superhuman abilities? Do I realize I need to separate myself to have peace? Do I realize these? And I think until we have that heart to heart with us, I, I think we'll continue to be stuck. You know, we'll continue to be yeah. stuck for sure. Yeah, Todd. So, what is your hope when people? I won't even say finish transformation to bounce back, but when they work through it is what I'll say. What do you hope it does for them? I hope that it's like um, the little bit of sand in the uh, shell that it rubs up against the, that membrane. Eventually it becomes that pearl. I want it to irritate them because if it irritates you, then you're going to do the work. You're going to do something about it. Don't just read it and put it down. It needs to irritate you. And then it's laid out how you can make things better because, as you just stated, you know, we have to put the work in. And because things are happening so quickly in our lives now, you know, yeah. um, all the things that are happening in the world, but also we've got AI now, you know, artificial intelligence, and it's it's growing very quickly, and it's going to be very beneficial for us. But at the same time, we need to make sure that we are where we need to be because eventually we're going to be able to utilize it in all aspects of our life. But I want to make sure that as a human being first that I'm solid. And that means that I have to constantly work at it. So, you know, my thought is let it be an irritant, develop your plan, work your plan, reevaluate, get your contract done, get your certificate, and start the process over. And the one thing that I would say, Cyrus, is also for the audience, only deal with one concern at a time. Yes. One concern, because you will be amazed at how much work it takes to correct one thing. Yeah. Just one thing. Yeah, so. 
Because, and I, I'm sorry, but I have to go back to the superhuman ability because I think this is the other thing. And us guys, I know we're bad about this, but I know you know mm-hmm. it works for women the, the same way. But we think we can do it all. We think we can do it all. You know, we think we can can do the whole thing. You know, maybe other people can't do it, but we can do it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, and I think we're only setting ourselves up for disappointment. But I think also instead of a bounce back, that ends up being a setback, right? Because when it does not work, us trying to do everything, we end up thinking we can't do anything. Exactly. And it is a setback, and it, you and you almost take – it's like pulling the blanket over your head because mm-hmm. it didn't work out. So you're setting yourself backwards. But also, Cyrus, I have to say this. You may be able to do I'm, – I'm doing air quotes, guys – it all, okay? But what do you lose when you do it all? Yeah. What do you have to give up? Do you yeah. lose yourself? Do you lose your health? Do you use your physical health, your emotional health, do you use your finances because now you're sick and you got to be chasing after doctors? What is it that you lose by attempting to do it all? Because we really can't do it all and not remain balanced. Yeah. It's impossible. It is impossible. Yeah. Such a great point. Todd, such a great conversation as always. Again, everyone, Dr. Teresa A. Smith has been our guest. This 30 minutes just flies back, but the new book is Transformation, The Bounce Back. You can get it through our friends at Amazon.com. For those tuning in via the podcast, the link is already there. Todd, let them know. How can they stay connected with you? Well, the simplest thing to do is just go to my Instagram, Dr. Teresa Smith. In my bio there, you'll see my Linktree bio, and it has all of my uh, social media, website information there, and all of the books and articles and everything right there. So just go to visit me, and please follow me on Instagram also, Dr. Teresa Smith. All right. Taz, congratulations to you again. Really enjoyed the book and the conversation, and looking forward to our next chat together. Thank you so much, Cyrus, for having me. Always, and we thank your audience for tuning in to another great segment of Conversations Live. Again, make sure you guys get your copy of Transformation, The Bounce Back, as well as the other books by Todd. We did not talk about them here because there's, there was so much to get to in this book, but you can also find her book, Stronger from Bravery to, to, uh, to Victory, uh, as well as, of course, her book, Transformation, as well. All of them are on Amazon, so make sure you guys take advantage of that. Until next time, I'm Cyrus Webb saying thank you so much for joining us. We'll talk to you soon. Take care.